Welcome to Yes, I Can Living. I'm your host, Kathy Alessandra, and each week I'll be interviewing inspiring women who think outside the box, color outside the lines, and live beyond the limits of their fears. We'll cover it all from health and wealth to life, love, and business, infusing faith in all aspects of success. Are you ready to live all in and play full out? Well, then let's get started so you can be inspired to live your best Yes, I Can life. Hey everyone, it's Kathy Alessandra, your Yes I Can coach, and I am here with Yes I Can Living in this week's episode. So before we get started, I just want to remind you, if you haven't gotten over to our yesicanliving.com site, hop on over there. We've got more podcasts for you to peruse. We've got great articles from amazing experts, really all to help you grow in your business, but also in all areas of your life. Now, let's get down to today. I am very excited to have um, Stephanie Labonte Lebert. And, and sorry, Stephanie Bonte LeBaire. Let me just, you know, sometimes I get t- speaking too fast, but you know what? <laughs> You're going to help with that because you are a speaking coach after all. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> so anyway, let me continue. She is classically trained singer turned voice presentation and sales coach. She moved to New York City and performed in operas, musicals, and cabarets before creating her business, The Empowered Voice. For over 20 years, she has helped singers, speakers, and business professionals leverage their voice for more influence, authentic connections, and increased sales. She utilizes powerful systems and cutting-edge personality coding technology to train six-figure coaches, speakers, trainers, and sales teams how to close more sales in less time. Whether performing on stages or speaking in the boardroom, Stephanie's mission is to help people be the voice of their passion. So Stephanie, welcome today. Excited to have you with us. Thanks for having me, Kathy. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we've known each other a little bit through eWomen. We'd originally both managing directors there, and then I attended your networking group, which we'll ask more about um, in a little bit. But tell us a little bit about, you know, you, you traveled to, you moved to New York. You had this career kind of that was going in the entertainment, quote unquote, industry. Tell me a little bit about how and why you started your business. Well, I have always loved to sing. It is my passion. It is what I love to do. Ever since I was three years old, I have loved to sing out loud and have people hear me. And so my journey in my life has been about my voice. It's been about being seen and heard in different ways in different stages. So my business originally was as a singer, and that turned into being a singing coach. So I was working with kids and adults helping them train their voices to audition for their school musicals, their local theater productions. And my business was thriving. I was getting my business because I was still performing on stages myself. That was my marketing. I would be in a show and then people would ask me, do you give lessons? And I would be like, absolutely. And I loved that version of my business for several years. And then I was introduced to business networking. So business networking was this really interesting gathering for me. I saw it as an additional stage, a place where I could still use my voice, but it was more about talking about myself and what I'm passionate about. And I was seeing other people connect in this networking environment and they were struggling with different things. They were struggling with confidence in front of the room. They were struggling with projection and being able to be heard in the room. They were struggling with their message and really having it make sense. And a lot of the skills I had as a performer and having to audition and sell myself in those auditioning rooms, especially in New York City, was all about those first impressions, right? All about being able to say what you need to say in a succinct way so that people 
their their eyes light up and they're like, oh, I want to learn more about you. I want to hear more from you. So I started to work with business owners and it has been an amazing journey ever since then. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Right. It is in and, and entrepreneurship is a journey for sure in, in all that meaning. So I love that in the networking realm. So tell me a little bit about some of the challenges that you faced as you started your business and as you've gone through um, and how did you overcome them? Yeah, well, I have to say I was one of those kind of lucky people that was able to start a business as a singing teacher really, really easily because my marketing was so effective where I think some of my first challenges started to happen is when I started working with business owners and speakers, I had to learn how to market differently because singing on stages was no longer going to get me business clients. It was just going to get me more singing clients. So I had to learn how to transfer the skill set. Like, how do I transfer the skill set of singing on a stage? to speaking on a stage and then having people recognize, oh my gosh, maybe this is someone who can help me with my speaking, who can help me with my networking skills. And that was a journey. You know, I definitely uh, made some mistakes uh, when I was first trying to transfer skill sets, but um, you know, we all do, right? We all do. Absolutely. And I learned, we, I learned a lot. I learned okay, a lot. There's the key, there's the key right yeah. there, right? You know, yeah, exactly. Learn. That's it, we all make mistakes. It's what yeah. Especially with networking, right? Because networking is your number one marketing skill, quite frankly, I believe. As a service-based entrepreneur, networking is where it's at. I built my next version of my business completely from networking, completely from just going in, talking to people, talking about myself in front of small groups of people, having those follow-up conversations from networking. And, you know, that that's really what changed the tide for me and really able, you know, en enabled me to really open up and be more creative and how I was using my voice and my passion for different types of people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. You know, people are afraid that the whole networking thing, right? People get it, it can it, and at times it can have kind of that negative connotation, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, they think the, the well in the old days, right? Shove the business card and, you know, <laughs> all about me. And I mean, there's there's an appropriate way to network. Um, you have a networking organization. I have a networking organization. And I think it's, you know, it's important to uh, people don't really necessarily understand um, that whole idea of collaboration. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. yeah, that's one of the major things I focus on is it's it, the old version of networking, especially pre-pandemic, let's just be honest, the old version of networking is no longer working in the new environment. We've all had to pivot and do things differently. And one of those major shifts is that collaboration skill set. Like being able to collaborate in that virtual environment when you don't have those side coffee one-on-one -on -one conversations in, the, in a live event and being able to really talk about yourself in a, such a way that people, their attention span stays with you in that virtual environment is a whole nother level of communication that all of us have had to look, look at and say, okay, what can I do to create a better job here? Right. Absolutely. For sure. So tell me a little bit about, you know, or give us a couple of tips. You've got, you know, you have the speaking business and, and yeah. working with, so Explain to me a little bit of what we what you do with your clients, what that would look yeah. like, and then yeah. give our audience a, a tip or two for that. 
So I have what's called the Empowered Voice Method. It's a method I've developed over 20 years of working with voices, thousands of people, and it has kind of three steps. So these can be tips, if you will. The first is the tapping into your purpose voice. So your purpose voice is what are you meant to do in the world? What are you meant to say in the world? How are you meant to share your knowledge with other people? And one of the ways you can really tap into that before any time you go to a networking event or a speaking event is to ask yourself two questions. The first question is, how do I want to feel when I'm communicating at that networking event? In one word, like how do I really want to feel? And then what's the one outcome I'd like to achieve as a result of showing up in that networking event and interacting with people? If you want a bonus question, it can be, how do I want other people to feel as they interact with me? You can't control how they feel, but you show up differently when you're clear about the energy that you want other people to feel around you. So that can really set the tone and the foundation for how you are showing up and how you are interacting with people. The second step is the physical voice. So this is, I'm a technician. I've got a master's of voice and minor in speech pathology. So I'm all about learning how to breathe, learning how to set resonance, learning how to project. And the number one technique to create interest with your voice and to captivate your audience is called vocal variety. So vocal variety, think of it like a song. If you were listening to a song and it only had one note and one rhythm and one pace, it would be a very boring song, right? If I were to sing a song like this and I just kept going like this, you'd stop listening. So when you have vocal variety, it's about creating interest with your voice. You raise your voice a little higher, you let it go a little lower. You speed up a little bit when you talk, you can slow it down a little bit. You pause, you let people take it in, <laughs> right? You create variety. And so that can really make a difference and help you stand out from other people. And then the last piece of that is what I call the mental voice. So this is the structure of your talk and the words that you actually choose to use when you're communicating with other people. And I think a lot of people do this backwards. They try to figure out what I'm gonna say, then they figure out how I'm gonna say it. They might practice it a few times and then they hope for an outcome. They cross their fingers and like, I hope somebody raises their hand and wants to talk to me. But if you do this the backwards way, which is I think the right way, first you decide the outcome, then you make sure that you've got the technique that you know how to breathe, that you know how to use your voice and your body powerfully in a room. And then because you're tapped into your purpose voice, which was step one, the words just come out. The words will flow. People get so hung up on what they're going to say. Like even at this interview for a podcast, you know, sometimes people are like, well, what are all the questions you're going to ask? And I want to practice answering those questions. You didn't, you didn't give me any preparation time. You didn't tell me what the questions were ahead of time. And I don't, need that because I know what I'm meant to share. I already am connected to that. So that can, you know, translate to anything you do, especially networking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I think it's so important and, and, and you point out the fact that I didn't give you any heads up on, on what <laughs> we were going to talk about, right? It was like, you were like, yes, you, you were a yes, I can woman. On that. Yes, I can. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but it's important, I think, to, to really hone in. You talked about this earlier at the very beginning. It's important to hone in on that message and then who that message is targeted to, right? Yeah. So you know who you're talking to, you know exactly what you're saying. And I think you were absolutely right in this idea that, um, or I couldn't agree more in this idea of, um, that voice then, the, the confidence factor, right? When you know what you know, that you know, 
and you're putting it out there and you're doing it in a way that is absolutely in alignment with who you are. And then you add that, you know, voice piece um, to it. That's the professional piece that you offer too. Um, you know, it can make or break you being a speaker on stages around the world, really. Yes, it helps you build your voice or it slows you down if you don't know how to use it well, right? So especially in this digital world we live in, how we're showing up on video, how we're showing up in podcasts, how we're showing up you know, even in our written copy, which is an extension of your voice, is so important, so important to be able to continue to build your business. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. So tell me if there was, um, if there was one thing you wish you knew when you started your business that you know now, what would that be? <laughs> um, when I first started the transition, I'll use the transition from singing teacher to speaking teacher. If there was one thing I could tell myself when I made that transition, is that I can still use my singing in everything I do and don't stop singing. One of the things I created just a couple years ago is I actually created a musical keynote presentation with nine original songs. And I have taken it to conferences in Vegas, Florida, Ohio, here in Maryland, and either portions of it or the whole thing. And I've delivered it to audiences who are entrepreneurs. And that is a fantastic way to make a connection for me because that's my zone of genius. That's my background. And so it doesn't have to be like this compartmentalized idea of either I work with singers or I work with speakers, but it's really like this blend of skill sets. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm, I love that. It'd be fun to, to hear one of those. Yeah. That's right. It <laughs> makes it that much more exciting. So it does. What, um, how do you define success for you? Hmm. Success, success for me is being willing to accept where you are as good enough for now. I think we are so focused on what we haven't yet created and what is yet to come that we lose sight of where we are in this moment. And we are often creating so many success stories every day that could be seemingly small, but once you start to raise your awareness of, hey, you know what, my business is good enough right now because this is where I'm meant to be. And if you can really be in that energetic place of being able to celebrate what you were creating today and what you are learning as a result of things you've tried today, then you're gonna be happier as a business owner, number one, and you're gonna be able to really be resilient, which I think is a key factor for success in this new economy and in this new way of doing business. Right, right. You know, that is so, the word resilient, I mean, that is just, that's an important word. And, and as you pointed out, even like what we're going through right now, right? There are so many people who are really struggling to kind of get back on the horse, get back with their business, get back, feel motivated, feel excited, right? And all those things. And it's that level of resilience, I think, as a business owner, period, right? I mean, looking at, and, and I love what you said too, about embracing kind of today, those those celebrations. I mean, we forget, we, we get to the end of the day and it's like, oh my gosh, what did I get done? And really, there is stuff we need to celebrate that we did get done today, right? I mean, yeah. success in getting things done. But in those days and those moments or those years, um, like we had recently, <laughs> <laughs> right? And, and thinking about that resilience piece and how do we feed that? How do we help mm -hmm. ourselves be resilient and step back in and step back up? 
so that we yeah. can show up in the world like we're meant to show up. Yeah, and I think it's so important. Actually, this good enough business concept is something I learned from my business mentor. Mm -hmm. And so she has been really key in using community as part of the resilience. Like you have resilience when you are supported with community, which is why networking is so important. Because if you're in a great networking group that's really truly supporting you, you can develop that resilience and that ability to be more present with celebrations, right? To be able to say, hey, guess what I did today? And, or I need help with something today. Can someone reach out and help me? And I think that has been also key for me is that I've always had a great support system around me, a great community of people that I can look to. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you, and the yes, I can community is pillar number three. It is, it is essential. We are not meant to do life alone, whether it is business or personally or whatever, you need to be looking for that support in whatever it is that yes. you're doing. Speaking of support and community, why don't you tell us a little bit about the networking group that you run? Yeah, so I have a group called Empowered Business Networking, and we are a group of speakers, coaches, trainers, service-based professionals all over the United States and Canada. We probably represent, as of today, around 12 U.S. states and a couple different provinces in Canada. And we uh, basically are a networking mastermind, really. So we get together not just to network. We always have guests that visit every single month. But we also mastermind and we have smaller cohorts that we create to create the collaboration that you were talking about earlier, because that's a skill set too, right? I was determined as a former managing eWomen director and having run several other organizations to not just have a place, a great place for people to network, but to teach them the skills of how to network. Because that's what I really saw was missing is that in most places you go to, they just leave it up to you to figure out how you're going to follow up with people, how you're going to collaborate with people. But I find that that doesn't work well for most people. So <laughs> I wanted to just create an environment where I was helping lead them through that collaborative conversation so that we are really pinpointing the ways that we can support each other and complement each other. Because I find oftentimes, even if you have the same title, right, if you're both life coaches or you're both business coaches or you're both marketing coaches, coaches or whatever it is, you usually have such a unique perspective that there's something that you can bring to the table for each other. And that's what I really love to explore in this group. Yeah, no, and you do a great job of it. I did attend a recent meeting and, I, and I'm all right there behind you with the idea of collaboration. There is no competition. That's all up in your head. If the more open you are to collaboration, you know, uh, the farther you're going to go in life. I mean, the yeah. fact is. And the idea that you're actually helping to train, because there are a number, particularly now, there's a lot of um, newer people who've come into business since the pandemic. They, you know, came out of corporate or whatever, and so they may have started a, a position, or they were just never trained really kind of in that right way to network, you know, coming and supporting and being there for one another and not, like I'd mentioned at the beginning of this, not all of that shoving the business card, you know, it's yeah. about engagement and creating relationships. Yeah. Relationships. That's what it's all about in the community. Absolutely. And really being willing to hold yourself accountable and personally personal accountability around that too, right? So how you show up and how you engage with people is going to be reflected back at you. So, you know, start with yourself and because that's who you can control, right? And allow yourself to up level how your, your skill set improves, how your ability to connect with other people improves, and it will just get better from there. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Love that. Okay. So if people want to connect with you personally, either on the, the speaking and the coaching side of things or on your network and community uh, side of things, where would they go to connect with you? 
Yes, so you can find me at empoweryourvoice.com. And my networking can be found through that website. I do have a networking website that's ebnnetworking.com, but empoweryourvoice.com, you can find everything I do, my speaking, my networking, my coaching is all there. Feel free to reach out. Fabulous, wonderful. All right, and I'm gonna finish with my last final favorite question. What makes you a yes I can woman? Oh my gosh, I love this. So I am a yes, I can woman because I say yes more than I say no. And that has always served me well, even when I fall down and scuff my knee in the process of learning something. And I would just have to say, you know, yes to me just means being willing to take a chance. And I'm just one of those people that's always willing to take a chance. And as long as I'm in that energy, then yeah, I feel like a yes, I can girl. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> you are definitely a yes, I can woman. Stephanie, I appreciate you joining us today. Thank you for your tips. Thank you for your advice and your insights. I hope our listeners will jump on over and check her out, connect with her on her website or attend one of her networking events. You will absolutely love it. You can attend and meet some really amazing people all over the country and have that collaborative approach to your networking. So again, Stephanie, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And for all of those of you listening, we will be back next week with another episode of Yes, I Can Living. Until then, live your yes the best that you know how. Take care. Bye-bye, everybody. Well, that wraps up another episode of Yes, I Can Living. I hope you got just what you needed, a word of advice, a little inspiration, or the motivation to keep on keeping on. My goal is to continue to support you as you live your best life. Hop on over to yourdailyyes.com to get a weekly inspiring message. Plus, check the show notes below for other freebies. Oh, and if you like the show, will you give us that five-star review? It's appreciated. Well, until next time.